I always read books twice. The first time you appreciate the story. The second time you appreciate the writing. Unknown. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Leesis. One of the pieces of growing as a writer that a lot of people really want to overlook is the reading. And not just reading because it's fun, but critically reading. Nothing will improve your writing more than reading good writing. And honestly, even reading bad writing can help you learn what works and what doesn't work. But you have to go about it with that mindset. You have to go about it with the critical mindset that, yes, you enjoyed it the first time, but this time you need to look at the writing itself. We're going to start this conversation off with the concept that our opener introduced, which is to reread a book or to read a story for the second time in order to analyze it instead of just enjoying it. This is something that I need to get better at, at actually just reading a book to start, because I will only reread books that I like, and I reread books that I like a lot. I can't tell you how many times I have read The Way of Kings. Rereading books can be a source of comfort because you know that the book is going to be good every time, and that's a great thing to do. But as someone who is also an aspiring author, rereading to know why you had that comfort is another way to get a new experience out of the same story that you know and love. I personally don't reread books. A lot of the value I get out of reading comes from those first impressions, how I understand a sentence the first time, and if I need to reread that sentence in order to understand it, that teaches me something. My thought process as I'm going through the book teaches me something. And for me, with the rereading, I like to read the story first and try really to just enjoy it. Then the second time around is when I really start to admire the writing and I look at why I like the writing so much. If you're reading strictly for entertainment, cool. That's not exactly what we're talking about today. Today we're mostly talking about growing your own writing from the reading part of the process. So as you set out to do a critical analytical reading, You need to notice your own thought process. What do you like? And why is it that you like it? What made you confused? Do you have to go back and look at something and start to piece apart what exactly is good and bad about these books that you're reading? Now, if you're already practicing giving and getting feedback that we talked about last episode, these thoughts will come a lot easier because it's a lot of the same questions. We often get people asking us, what is a good book to help me learn how to write? What is a good self-help book for authors? And our answer is usually that any book, every book is a self-help book for an author because you do get to learn from it. We say every book, not because every book is well-written, but because every book has something to teach you. Teaching you don't do this because it gave away who the murderer was way too early is still teaching you something because you're experiencing it. I have learned a lot in the last year reading books that I did not enjoy. I didn't finish all of them, surprisingly, 
But there were a lot of things that I was able to point out and say, I really did not like this, and then learn from it. So even if I didn't enjoy the book, I was able to learn because I did have a little bit of that critical eye as I was reading it. Now, we do want to have a little bit of a warning here. As you're reading New York Times bestsellers, as you're reading really, really popular books, do not adapt your style to theirs. It's very easy to go, I want to write like someone else. It can be a good exercise to explore what it's like to write like Stephen King versus writing like Dean Koontz, but that is not your voice. The uniqueness that is you is what the writing world needs. We don't need more clones of Stephen King. So why does critical reading help? If you know what you like, you can then share that same thing with your audience, especially if the books you are writing share the same target audience as those books that you are reading. I really like Brandon Sanderson. I like to adopt the theories that he has for his magic systems. I'm not stealing the systems themselves because they're very much for their own thing, but I can use the basis, his laws of magic, to help me set up my own because I really like that and I know a lot of other people like that as well. The other thing to remember is that not every bestseller is perfect. Just because something is popular does not mean it needs to go on a pedestal. I can't tell you how often we have read books and gone, why is this popular? I don't understand it. I don't understand why people love Throne of Glass so much. I wanted to punch all of the characters. Everyone has that book that the rest of the world absolutely adores that you cannot stand. These are still good for you to have read. You learn not to write like this, not to vilify your target audience. You learn these different things from reading these bestsellers that you hate. And yeah, sure, a lot of other people may enjoy that, but writing is a selfish pursuit. Write what you enjoy not what you think other people will enjoy. The final thing with this is that once you take these lessons that you've learned and you apply them to your own writing, you are learning so much. If you really liked how an author killed a character, you can start practicing using those same theories, those same ideas in your own, maybe in a short story. We're going to talk a little bit more about how short stories help improve your writing next episode. But as far as how you're critically reading and analyzing something, it's very helpful to take what either you really liked or you really hated about something and make it your own. I ended up having a piece of fan fiction published because the last book in that particular series that I had read was so terrible that I rewrote it in the style that I wanted to see. Spite is such a wonderful motivation. It really is. That's how I published my two books is because I read what was supposed to be a nerdy murder mystery and went, that wasn't very nerdy. I can do better. It's a great motivator for sure. But you can't ignite that without having read something, even something terrible. So let's get to your homework. I want you to try to annotate a book. I know this is a little difficult for people out there. It took me a little bit to like accept the fact that I could write in books and I haven't done it in a minute because, well, it's still really hard. <laughs> 
But you can use highlighters. You can use sticky notes. They've got clear sticky notes on Amazon that you can throw in there so you don't have to write on the book itself if you want. You can just use tabs. Annotate and mark down what you like. Create a legend of some kind, what you like, what you didn't like, character arcs that you enjoy, character attributes that you really liked, scene setting that you really enjoyed. Really anything that you want to focus on in a read to help you get better at your own writing. It definitely helps to annotate with somebody else. We basically do this in texts. If you ever receive a text that's completely at random, Lee knows that it's a quote from a book that I'm reading currently. Or a TV show that we're watching and just something that we thoroughly enjoyed or completely despised. These are the things that help us recognize good writing when we see it. And that is the entirety of the goal of critical reading, is recognizing good writing, recognizing bad writing. Because only after you know what that looks like can you start to proceed and write your own good or bad. So that is your first piece of homework. Annotate a book. And then, maybe to help you in that process, join a book club, especially if you want to annotate with other people. A book club is a really good resource for that because most of them will have critical questions to ask when everybody gets back to talk about a segment or a chapter or whatever. This also helps with that New Year's accountability in order to motivate yourself to continue reading this book, even if it's something that you aren't enjoying. Joining a book club gives you a reason to finish it and to continue analyzing the writing regardless of if you like it or not. I have actually joined a book club that at the beginning of this month, we started to read the Faithful and the Fallen series by John Gwynn, starting with Malice. If you do want to join, it's not too late. Yes, we're halfway through the month, but eh, that's fine. We won't pick up the next one until March, so you still have like a month and a half. Check out pagemaster.ty on Instagram. He's the one running the whole thing. If you don't want to do the social thing, but you want to do the reading thing, There are a lot of reading challenges out there. Most of them tend to be year-long, so now is a great time to start that. But it will give you a reason to go outside your comfort zone. I need a book that starts with the letter Q, or whatever it is that this particular reading challenge that you're doing, it'll push your boundaries and help you read more and read critically. A lot of those will be basically one book a month, and they'll have a chart of what's on those books. There's also bingo challenges that get set up for seasons where throughout the season you read a book and try to fill out your little bingo chart. The most popular reading challenge that I see out there is the alphabet. Most often I'll see it with the title of the book, but sometimes they'll do it by author last name or something. You read a book that starts with the letter A, then you read a book that starts with the letter B. And you can go in any order. The goal is just to fill out the entire alphabet. So that is your homework. Read. Just start to critically read, start to analyze as you read, because that will help your writing. It will help you learn what you love to read, and then you can write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 